sometimes in life it doesn't always work out. And I know a year ago for a lot of you it didn't work out. It was disappointing, it was hard, it was a tough year. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes you get knocked down. But the question I have for you, are you gonna let that moment define you? Or are you gonna say, you know what, it's disappointing, it hurts and I really don't like it, but I'm gonna be the first one back up because I'm not letting that one moment define me. Welcome to the Inspire Preaching Podcast. I am your host, Douglas Boyd, and we want to encourage you to rise higher, to dig deeper, and to go farther in your walk with the Lord Jesus Christ, and above all, to never, ever give up, but to keep moving forward in the Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome to the Inspire Preaching Podcast. The Inspire Preaching Podcast exists to help you in your walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. Our goal, our mission here is to see that you never ever give up. We want you to grow in your walk with God. We want to be a blessing to you and help you to go further in Christ. Thank you so much for joining us today. I don't believe that you're here by accident. I believe that you're here because God led you here. If this podcast has been a blessing to you in the past, please consider subscribing to it. Then take it another step and invite your family and your friends to join up with us. Be part of our podcast family. All right, let's jump into it today. We've got a very, very important message for you today. We are talking about one of the most important subjects that is in the Bible, and that is walking in love walking in love let's jump into it today oh do you like this music isn't this awesome let's listen for a second man this is good stuff i like it music is good for you all right let's jump into today walking in love Let's look today at 1 Corinthians chapter 13. This is a very popular chapter because it deals with love. And we're going to read from the New Living Translation. And um, let it bless you today. Just receive this. This is something that we all need to hear. Paul said, if I could speak all the languages of the earth and of angels, but didn't love others, I would only be a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. Verse 2, he said, if I had the gift of prophecy and I understood all of God's secret plans and possessed all knowledge, and if I had such faith that I could move mountains, but didn't love others, I would be nothing. Verse 3, if I gave everything I have to the poor and even sacrificed my body, I could boast about it, but if I didn't love others, I would have gained nothing. Many people ask, how could you do all those things and not do it out of love? People do all kinds of crazy things with wrong motivations. Our motivation must be love. Verse 4, he said, love is patient and kind. 
Love is not jealous or boastful or proud. Verse 5, it's not rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable, and it keeps no record of being wronged. Verse 6, it does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Verse 7, love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. Verse 8, prophecy and speaking in unknown languages and special knowledge will become useless, but love will last forever. Verse 9, now our knowledge is partial and incomplete, and even the gift of prophecy reveals only part of the whole picture. Verse 10, but when the time of perfection comes, these partial things will become useless. Verse 13 says, three things will last forever. Now listen, folks, faith, hope, and love, and the greatest of these is love. I want to talk to you today. This will be a little bit longer than most messages, but I want to talk to you today about walking in love. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we need you. We need you more than we've ever needed you in our entire lives, and we need you. Fill us with your spirit. Give us ears to hear this message today and a heart to receive it. And I pray and I ask it in your mighty name, the name of Jesus. Amen. I believe at times we have all failed in this area. I know that I have. I have failed miserably in this area at different times. But the good news is I'm not where I want to be. But praise God, I'm not where I used to be. When I look back at my life, the people who touched my heart the most, who influenced me the most, were not people that spoke in tongues the most. It was not people that were the most eloquent. It was not the people that were the most talented. It was the people that walked in love. The people who walk in the spirit of love and the love of Jesus Christ, when they walk into the room, you can feel it. What is that that you're feeling? I'll tell you exactly what it is. Jesus just walked into the room. No, 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 not that they are Jesus. Of course not. But he is so in them, they are so full of his spirit, the spirit of our Lord, the very presence of the Lord comes into the room with them. And there it is. His presence is there. That love of Jesus. Much of the church world is lost in a pursuit of living a good and moral religious life. Nothing wrong with that. I can tell you today that that's a good thing, but it's not the thing. T.F. Tenney always said, keep the main thing the main thing. Most of the church world plays a never-ending game of working for one's own salvation, working to get God's attention, striving to be justified by works, and God stands there with his arms outstretched saying, walk in my love, be baptized in my love, walk in my grace and my goodness and my mercy. As Paul mentioned, we can do all of these things. We can give to the poor. We can do all of these religious duties. But in the end, if we don't walk in love, we have nothing. I want to give you a few uh, simple teaching points today about walking in love. Number one today, number one, we are to imitate God. What? How, how do we do that? Let's look at Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1. Paul said, imitate God, therefore, in everything you do, because you are his dear children. Verse 2, live a life filled with love. Follow the example of Christ. He loved us and offered himself as a sacrifice for us, a pleasing aroma to God. Paul teaches us here to imitate God in everything we do. So how do we do that? We imitate God by being like him, and that is by loving people. 
John 3 and 16 said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. God so loved the world. He didn't just love the world. He so loved the world that he gave everything that he could give. So in return, we should love lost humanity. In verse 2, Paul said, Live a life filled with love, following the example of Jesus Christ. It doesn't matter how big of a success you are, what accolades you achieve, what financial blessings we have, how beautiful our family is, and those are good things. But none of it matters if we don't live a life filled with the love of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ gave all that he could give for lost humanity. And we are to follow that, imitate that, strive to be like that. You want to imitate God? Love like God loves. If his love has made a difference in your life, you ought to just lift up your hand right now and worship him. Number two today, we must love God. And that starts with knowing that he first loved us. We must love God, but it starts with us knowing that he first loved us. You can't truly love God and love people the way that God loves until you realize that you are loved. God loves you. I'm telling you today, point your finger at yourself and say it with me. God loves me. He loves you. Now listen to what he said in 1 John chapter 4, verse 7. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. And everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. Verse 8, he who does not love does not know God, for God is love. Verse 9, in this the love of God was manifested towards us, that God has sent his only begotten Son into the world, that we might live through him. Verse 10, in this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Verse 11, Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. Verse 18, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. Verse 19, We love him because he first loved us. We love him because he first loved us. Receive his love today. Bask in his love. Let his grace transform your life. Don't let fear control your life. Live in love. Walk in his love. Be love. And know today, settle it in your hearts today that God loves you. Look at yourself, point at yourself and say it again. God loves me. God loves you, my friends. You are special to him. In fact, I'll go ahead and say it like this. You are his greatest creation. Number three today, love the way that Jesus loved. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 2, live a life filled with love following the example of Christ. He loved us and offered himself as a sacrifice for us. When we love the way that he loved, we will change the world around us. How did Jesus love, folks? How did he, how did he love? First, he was moved with compassion for people. There are so many verses where it says that. I'm just going to read a couple to you, but over and over in the Bible, it talks about how Jesus was moved with compassion. And look at the people that Jesus ministered to. Mary Magdalene, full of demons, a rough cussing fisherman named Simon. Jesus loved him 
one of the disciples was also named Simon, and he was a zealot. That means that he was a trained killer. Jesus loved a lost, sinful tax collector named Matthew, a man who, by working for the Roman government, was a betrayer of his own country. Everywhere that Jesus went, everything that he did, he loved, and he had compassion. Matthew 14, verse 14, And when Jesus went out, he saw a great multitude, and he was moved with compassion for them, and he healed their sick. Mark chapter 1, verse 40, A man with leprosy came and knelt in front of Jesus, begging to be healed. If you are willing, you can heal me and make me clean, he said. Verse 41, Moved with compassion, Jesus reached out and touched him, saying, I am willing, be healed. Verse 42, Instantly the leprosy disappeared and the man was healed. Second way that Jesus showed love, if we want to love like Jesus, we need to do good to people. Are you doing good to people? We want to do good to people. But in life, we normally will do good to the people that are good to us, and then we don't want to be good to the people who aren't good to us. Jesus is telling us today that do good to everyone. Do good to all of humanity. I'll do good to those that I like, but not to anyone else. No, do good to everyone. Be willing to minister to everyone. Acts chapter 10 verse 38 says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all of those who were sick and oppressed of the devil for God was with him. Jesus did good. Matthew chapter 5 verse 43 this should convict us. It should convict us. Now listen to what he says. Jesus is speaking and he said you have heard that the law says love your neighbor and hate your enemy but I say love your enemies pray for those who persecute you in that way you will be acting as true children of your father in heaven for he gives his sunlight to both the evil and the good and he sends rain on the just and the unjust alike if you love only those who love you what reward is there in that Jesus said even the corrupt tax collectors do that much and I wonder if Matthew was standing there and kind of going really dude <laughs> did you have to throw that in Verse 47, if you are kind only to your friends, how are you any different from anyone else? Even the pagans, he said, do that. Verse 48, but you are to be perfect even as your Father in heaven is perfect. We can only accomplish this if we're full of the Spirit, walking in the Spirit. You know, I've been angry, even bitter, hurt by people. It's a horrible feeling. And there's always that temptation to get even to do back to them what they did to me to strike back at them the way they hurt me but then jesus says love them so not our, only are we to have compassion on people not only are we to do good to people but we are to love our enemies yes yes we are to love our enemies jesus said anyone can love the lovable anyone can love people that you care about but jesus says love your enemies and he showed us this love from the cross when he said father forgive them they know not what they do now you'll hear people in the church world all the time say we are to be different than the world brother we are not to be like the world but the problem is that the world sees our christianity oftentimes as simply things that we don't or do out in the world like well, i don't do that we don't do that we do this we don't do that that's how they know our christianity by the things that we say we don't do that's not enough folks no, we need to be like Jesus. It's not enough to act religious. I'm so sick of acting religious. No, we need to love people. 
Now back to the regular points. Number four today, love is a sacrifice for others. If we want to walk in love, love is a sacrifice for others. Paul reminds us that Jesus Christ gave himself for us. He gave all he could give. He could give he gave until he could give no more. The love of Jesus is sacrificial love, giving our all. Paul was persecuted, beaten, stoned, beaten with rods, shipwrecked, bitten by a venomous snake, hounded like a dog, and he did it all because of love. Love is a sacrifice. Walking in the love of Jesus means we are willing to change. Are you willing to change? Are you willing to change? Ephesians 4 and 31 says, Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, brawling, and slander, along with every form of malice. He said in verse 32, Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving one another, just as Christ and God forgave you. Number five today, this is a huge thing here. All of the law of Moses is summed up in love. A lot of people simply see the law of Moses as a bunch of rules, a bunch of do's and don'ts, a bunch of regulations, and that's not it at all. The law shows us that we are sinners and that we need a savior, but the law is about two things, loving God and loving people. And here's the deal. If we'll do those two things, we won't be caught up in sin. We won't be caught up in all of the junk that's out there. Mark chapter 12, verse 28 says, Then one of the scribes came, and having heard them reasoning together, perceiving that he had answered them well, asked him, he asked Jesus, Which is the greatest commandment of all? That's a great question, isn't it? That's a huge question, because there's a lot of commandments. Verse 29, Jesus answered him, and he quoted from Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 4 and 5. He said, The first of all commandments is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Verse 30, And you shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and with all of your mind, and with all of your strength. This is the first commandment. Verse 31, And the second is like it. It is this, You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. Notice, from the mouth of our Lord Jesus Christ himself, the greatest commandment is to love God and to love people. It's not about acting religious. It's not about showing people that we go to church or that we're religious. It's about loving God and loving people. Listen to the words of our Lord and Savior today. Listen to his message. Love isn't one of the keys. Love is the key. Love is everything. Love should be who we are. Romans chapter 13, verse 8. Paul echoes the words of our Lord. He says, Owe nothing to anyone except for your obligation to love one another. If you love your neighbor, you will fulfill the requirements of God's law. Verse 9. For the commandments say, You must not commit adultery. You must not murder. You must not steal. You must not covet. These and other such commandments are summed up in this one commandment. Love your neighbor as yourself. And who's your neighbor? It's everyone. Verse 10, he said, Love does no wrong to others. So love fulfills the requirements of God's law. I'm going to be honest with you right now. I'm going to tell you straight up, we can't do this. We can't live this way. But we can if we are walking in the Spirit. If we're full of the Spirit of the Lord Jesus Christ, if Jesus is in us, we can love the world around us. And we need to allow God to transform us into his image. We need to be willing to get on that potter's wheel. 
and let the master potter the lord jesus christ mold us and shape us and breathe life into us if you're listening today and you want to walk in the love of the lord jesus christ i'm encouraging you to get alone with god and get on that potter's wheel and ask him to change your life to change your heart to change your attitude to fill you with his spirit rededicate yourself to the lord let him mold you changing your heart get on that potter's wheel today and watch what happens and when it happens you will truly begin to change the world around you amen let's pray lord we just thank you today and we thank you for convicting our hearts for all of the many times that we have not walked in your love but help us today lord to change and to be on that potter's wheel to be molded into your image and walk in love and treat others with love and to love the way that you love and i'll be careful to praise you for it in jesus name amen thank you so much for joining us today man i appreciate it If this podcast has been a blessing to you, man, I really need you to subscribe to it. We need some more listeners on here. Invite your family and your friends, man. All of you become part of our podcast family. We're on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor, anywhere that you can find a podcast. We are there. We hope you just join into our podcast family. Thank you so much for joining us today. May God's greatest and His best be yours in the Lord Jesus Christ. God bless you all. Amen. We'll see you next time. Right to life